Welcome to Queen Flow, the podcast. This is your host, Jocelyn Kelly Reed. On this show, you can expect to learn about calling in big money, the feminine way, business, spirituality, witchy stuff, and everything else you need to know about being a turned on woman of wealth. It's fun. It's fiery. It's unfiltered. Hey, gorgeous. Oh, I'm excited to share this episode with you. Also, it feels like it's been a while since I released one, so it's time. Um, I recorded this with Nadia Hicks, who is the co-founder of Nutmeg Radio. And honestly, sometimes I really love being interviewed even more than I love riffing on my own because people will ask you like such deep questions that you're not always thinking about. And I'm a generator, so I love to respond. And this one was so good that I just had to share it with you. So we talk so much about playing in the quantum, um, playing with money in the quantum. We go really deep on my personal journey with money. Uh, you know, the, the chaos before we landed where we are today and what that's looked like. We go deep on feminine energetics and business, deprogramming from the matrix, um, you know, the kind of the difference between the qualifications we have that we tend to seek out too many of versus our natural gifts, the power of embodying your own work. I mean, it's like such a full spectrum conversation on just like all the things that I care about when it comes to like money, feminine energy, business, yum, yum, yum. You're going to love it. So tune in now. And I guess you're already doing that, huh? (laughs) And I'm very excited because pre-sale for Magnify Manifest Receive is fully in motion Pre-sale for this container is being offered at 50% off this go-round. I'm so fucking excited. So it's my eight-week wealth energetics activation that's all about client attraction, crushing glass ceilings, letting it be easy, learning how to move in that embodied state of surrender that brings your desires to you, like that next level of magnetism, money in your sleep, money coming to you always, in all the ways. I mean, it's true blue wealth energetics. And I actually was led to release the container the first time after I closed my first 85K launch because it was all the energies that I was playing in, right? And that I continue to play in. And it's really interesting because while I was teaching the first rounds is the same month that I had my first 100K month. So no big shocker. I was so deeply embodying the energy through teaching it that that's what happened. So I love, of course, always being my own walking testimonial. And there are so many insane results for the women inside the container as well. So please head to my website or to episode notes to check it out. Feel free to DM me if you have any questions. I'm so excited. You have all the juicy content, all of the wealth energetics transmissions, the energy coding, the homework, and not like crazy homework. This isn't going to make you crazy, but like, I do want to take you into like deeper into the work, right? Um, I'm hosting four live Q and a calls so we can be super intimate together during the time you have a private call with me. You have a thousand dollar credit, which you're able to use on any of my longer term immersions. I mean, it's just such a vibe. I'm so passionate about this wealth energetics work because 
it's so much of like, you can learn business strategy all day long, but mama, your energy has got to be turned on and money is in my chart is that my human design chart is a natural gift that I have to teach. And this work just comes to me so naturally. So it's so fun to transmit it to you. And of course, naturally, and also like some of these concepts are practiced. And obviously I continue to practice always because, you know, we all have human moments, but the shit works that I can assure you of. So no matter if you're new in business, midway through already rocking and rolling and looking to get to the next level, this work works at every single level. Literally in the first round, there was women who hadn't even started their businesses all the way up to one of the women inside was already at a million dollar year, you know, and she was, she was, um, anchoring into more, which we did get to, um, that was a woman who's also inside feminine magic of many, the mastermind, but point being come play at any level. I'm totally here for you. It's so interesting. You'll see like, as you master money, it's not that like the concepts change drastically. It's that like you get so much better at applying them. So, um, I've received questions too about from those of you who've been inside my other containers, the energetic work does not overlap with any other container. So it does not overlap with money queen does not overlap with feminine magic and money does not overlap with the cohort in terms of the teachings and the work we do. It is its own standalone container. So all my containers are meant to be able to like play with each other. So obviously the deeper you go, the better it gets. Like I always say, I love you. Um, join us on 50% off pre-sale. I haven't decided yet when I'm closing pre-sale, but it's only going to be in a few more days. So do not delay and I'll let you get to the show. Jocelyn Kelly Reed, who is a intuitive business and abundance coach and also a feminine energy healer. Jocelyn, do you want to kick it off by giving us a rundown on what it is that you, what do you do? What does that involve? Yeah, so many things. It's funny because this keeps coming up in conversations around my title because I feel like my work has expanded so much. It's especially in this past year from when I started a couple years ago. Um, But basically, my overall mission on the planet is to really step women out of under under receiving grinding and like any levels of suffering in business and life and to like step us into having it all having it all our way and like on a quantum timeline and out of this like, you know, paradigm that we've been taught to play in where that's not possible or it has to take a long time, or it has to come with a lot of sacrifice and like helping us really reclaim our divine feminine power, right? And become more magnetic and, you know, really yummy, beautiful vessels for receiving and like having life be easy and vibey and flowy and fun. And totally, because I, to give a little bit of background, I worked with Jocelyn last year, I mean, and the beginning of this year, really, to really help get my business off the ground. I was just telling Lauren that I found you through, I don't know, I was just like on a Instagram live and I didn't know who you were, but I was like, I don't know who this woman is, but I need to work with her. There was just like something about it. And so pretty much like two days later, I joined your business program the cohort and yeah, it just completely shifted everything that I did in my business. 
the ways the way that I was like even just doing the way I mean the the bizarre thing was for me is that I you, you don't even teach human design but it completely shifted how I did my human design readings and completely kind of like up leveled my skills as a human design reader it was um it was quite wild and just this whole premise of it doesn't have to be hard it gets to be easy if we let it be and that's something that I still lean back into now kind of like a year down the track you know well it's funny because you're the one who gave me my human design reading that I love so much and you told me that it's naturally in my energy that my energy activates other people right and I see this so so I'm not surprised because it's, it's not just you this happens to all of my clients where their gifts get stronger their psychic channels become more clear. They just feel more in tune. In addition to, let's say you're in the cohort and we're also doing like the businessy things as well. That energetic activation is, is like a really primary part of the work. And it's really interesting because you can't like quite put your finger on like, well, why did it happen? So I think it's funny that you saw it in my chart because it happens so frequently. Yeah. I mean, and you didn't even say you should be doing this. You should be doing that. Like it wasn't anything that you said. It was literally. Right. Well, that's the magic, baby. (laughs) But also I remember seeing, you know, like even for you, right? Like your, the ability that you would have, because you weren't oriented this way in the beginning to help women in business specifically. Yeah. And so I remember that shift. And then also I do often, it's not like I'll be like, oh, go do this exactly. But quite often, like most women come to me and are very much underselling themselves and not really recognizing the full power that they have within their businesses. And so what tends to happen is I'll just see in this part, you know, that's the psychic gift just comes in. That's like, oh, you know, you're really, it feels like your energies would be really expansive and really open to like working in this space. And it's never like a 100% detour to what they're already doing. It's just that always we're capable of like so much more. And that's always very obvious to me um, in, in my client's energy, what that, what more is. And it's so true in terms of like people underselling themselves, especially in this arena, because I think women come into it and their primary want is to really like help people you know help get people out of bad situations or help up level people's lives and so with that can kind of come this added attachment of like oh but I should want to help everyone or you know and sort of underselling themselves in that way I guess you could say yeah I mean and I'm not one who's saying that like To me, it's not even so much about like niching. I sort of think that niching, I understand the value. And like, if someone has a very strong niche that they're really passionate about, to me, I don't think niching is that important. I think that it like clarity is important. You know what I mean? Like people spend a lot of time worried about that because traditional business coaching does teach you, you really need to have like a very specific niche. But if you look at my business, my quote unquote niche is just like spiritual or spiritually inclined women who want to have it all right. And like, don't want to play by the rules of the patriarchy or the system or the matrix, whatever you want to call it. And very much like want to opt out and like live life their way. Of course, if you're coming into a container like the cohort, there's going to be the like, okay, well, we need to have a business to be inside the cohort, right? But I have other containers where it doesn't even matter what you do, right? Because it's about like igniting your magic and your magnetism and your ability to receive. 
So I don't think they're underselling themselves and like wanting to, to serve all people necessarily. I think it's not realizing the level of power that they have within, right? So let's say someone is a healer. What tends to happen because we've been trained this way is to be like, okay, well, I'm allowed to practice in the area of like these certifications that I've received, right? And there's so many people go get like 10,000 certifications in an attempt to feel like qualified to do what they do when we're in an era. And you hear me talk about this all the time of quantum healing where so many, I attract so many like women like this. I am a woman like this. So much of the healing that we offer was actually just like channeled to us. And there, there's no certification for like helping people quantum leap their lives. There's just no, do you know, like it's, it's this kind of mysterious space that can play out like clockwork when you're inside a container and receiving support, but it's not an energy that's been on the planet long enough for people to be like, come get certified in this. And even if they did tell you to do that, I would sort of be like, okay, that's a little bit like BS. Can Because what's actually going to expand your gifts more is doing like the healing work and doing the activation work. And then you start like receiving the transmissions yourself because your channel is so clear and then you can get help on what to do with it, et cetera. But to me, it's just helping people step out of like, when we talk about this, like, um, you know, when they're worried about niching and certifications, et cetera, it's like stepping out of that box of how we were trained, where it's like, you go get a degree for everything you do, like yada, yada, yada. Um, and just step into this reality of like, we're just in this era. And I'm just using healing as an example where like, you don't have to, there's nothing that you need to like prove. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need some, I always used to talk about like, you put your own crown on, right? Cause everybody is so worried about like, do I have enough an experience? Am I the expert? I'm like, have you no, ever noticed that it's not like no one else calls you the expert until you decide that you are. You know, like you can't walk around. I always say like no one's buying from the church mouse and good girls don't get rich. You can't walk around like not owning your full magic and owning your full gifts and ever expect to arrive. Like that, that title of expert or the notoriety or whatever comes like when you put your own crown on and you're showing up in full power and you're leading your life and your business like a boss. And all of a sudden everybody perceives you as an expert. A hundred percent. And there is still this. And it's not like a lie. Like obviously you have clients, you've been helping people, the results are there, et cetera. But even before the results are there, because everybody has a day one, it doesn't mean because you haven't had a business before that you're not an expert in what you do. Like for most of us, life made us the expert. And then everything else that channels to us and any certifications we do have and our life experience just all gets to like culminate together and create something really beautiful. They like can only uniquely come from you. Like no one can tell you that like you need to do more to be an expert on your own life and your own experience. Cause we're always helping people, at least like, you know, in this service-based industry world who are just a step or a few steps or a lot of steps behind us. Yeah. We, Lauren and I were literally having this conversation last night in terms of, you know, there's a very traditional route. And I mean, I, for one, I haven't really spoken about this on here a lot, but when it comes to the traditional therapy route, I think, there's a lot kind of missing in that because people are so focused on 
like the degree, but they're not actually focused on the person and are they actually showing up in their lives? What have they done to change their lives? Have they actually done the work in their own lives? Because we've seen so many instances of people where they are therapists. They're kind of walking people through this and yet they're like these highly traumatized people who are out there re-traumatizing people left, right and center. And so to me, like what you're saying is just kind of fits so perfectly into that is that there are people who are naturally here and naturally have the ability to be able to heal or, you know, activate or do whatever. But we're so taught that you've got to have a degree. And that's sort of like, that's the, that's the mindset of, I think the general population. And so I love that you're coming in here of, and like echoing that, you know? Totally. And obviously it depends on what you do. Uh, you're not going to be a heart surgeon without training. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm talking about in the realm of playing in like magic, manifestation, healing, the quantum, the mysticism, et cetera. And it's funny because we, when you were saying that, what was coming to my mind is the enormous difference between intellectualizing the work and embodying the work, right? Yeah. So anyone... Anyone can read and learn and memorize and regurgitate and then be like, I learned, you know, when you're talking about the therapy model, I learned to take clients to look for these signs and to take clients through a series of questions in this way and to learn. I've not been a trained therapist, but I'm just, you know, for the sake of the conversation and then like to approach things this certain way. Right. So like, but there's no, that doesn't mean that you are actually embodying your own work. So for example, it's like someone teaching, being a money teacher who hasn't gone on a money journey and mastered money, right? You're not going to be embodied in it. It's going to be hard to close business. And you're not actually going to know how to lead people because you haven't actually watched the experience, right? Mm. And, and then also healed from it. So when I say walked it, I don't mean just like, oh, things happen to you, but it's like you did the work to get yourself in a better place. That's why obviously- you know, like the women who've done that are able to help people actually make money versus people who just want to step into that aren't really able to. And to me, what you're just describing is something similar because you can go to school and be trained for something and not have done the work yourself to embody that thing that you're helping other people with and just actually be intellectually interested in it. But again, not embodying it like in your energy. So your clients aren't going to get the same results. Mm. Because I also feel that so much of why my clients get the results they do too is also because of the amount of work that I do personally. It's not just what I'm saying, right? It's that I'm so dedicated. And I always say like, I really am wondering about a coach who doesn't do any personal work anymore. Yeah. I you mean, know, like, I think it's like a prerequisite. Yeah, but it's not, you don't know, you know what I mean? Or people mm-hmm. will be like, oh, well, this is what I do for a living. So I don't need help here. Yeah, true. And even if you look at it from a trauma perspective, when you are doing the work and you are, you know, deeply healed and, you know, in that regard, you have. And also no one's perfect. This is not to send a message. There's no like perfect healing, but you know what I mean? Someone who's very committed and on path Yeah, and doing the work versus not. Yeah. Yeah. In order for people to actually be able to heal their traumas in certain areas they need to do it in the space with a person who has a regulated nervous system like it's well you have to create safety I remember that 
Because that's what that creates, right? So people have a hard time. Well, first of all, they also have a hard time buying from people when they're not going to feel safe, right? And they also have a hard time receiving support and receiving the transformation when they don't feel, even if like they consciously want to, like all of this is felt, you know? So yeah, someone who's actually done a lot of work is going to be able to carry that. Because what happens basically is, is as you like clear your cup, right? You are a far more open channel and you have a lot more space. That's why you know, like as women do a lot of the work I do, they'll be able to open their capacity to receive. And so therefore they start manifesting with more ease. They start receiving money with more ease because there's just more space. So it's the same thing about like, even like attracting clients and bringing clients to you. And then also when the clients are here, assuming of course, they're showing up for themselves, they're leading themselves, like no coach or any leader is not responsible for their clients results. The client is responsible, right? But we hold this space. Um, and teach and heal and do the things. I just feel that like it's very hard to hold big space to your point if you if your nervous system's not regulated because think about too how distracted you are when you're filled with like anxiety and overthinking, et cetera. You're not even really paying attention to what people say. We've all been in that place. Yeah, you you don't have access to like your intuitive abilities, like your creativity is cut off all of these things, like you can't really hold people while you're in that space at all. Right. And it's not intentional. It's just that like our human body can only hold so much. And that's why so much of the work of actually receiving more and holding more is to continue to like clear our energy so that we actually have room. So anytime something new comes in, our nervous system doesn't like go into total panic, which puts us in sabotage because we don't feel safe to hold the new thing or to hold more of it. Mm. You know, it's like that classic example of why all these people who win the lottery, like all the money's gone in a year. Yeah. Because they don't feel safe to hold it. Yeah. And there's no, there's been no expansion into it. Right. Or like a lot of celebrities, right. Who get famous overnight and then have total like mental breakdowns and drug addictions and like all of this stuff it's like too much too fast yeah which I think is you know part of the beauty of the space and kind of like what you do as well as like allowing people's nervous systems to expand and receive more and also it's you're kind of hitting it on all levels as well because you're seeing other people who are doing the same thing at the same time as you so you can see that it's possible for other people when it becomes more obvious like oh well if they can do it I can do it and then you've got the healing work as well and yeah the the energy work and it all just kind of accumulates to magic really yeah because what I love is that I'm not so singularly focused on one area, one area only, you know? So for example, I think my container feminine magic and money, which is my mastermind that's exclusively focused on kind of that deep embodiment of feminine wealth, magic and magnetism and pleasure. And like, you know, just all of our yummy feminine vibes that make us able to attract with so much ease. When I look at it and like how the healing transpires, it's like, Yes, there's the work to get your nervous system because it's like we won't receive anything that our nervous system isn't on board with, or our bot, which is essentially the same thing. It's like that your body's not on board with and that your subconscious is not on board with, right? 
So there's the work there, but then to me, like the additional layer, because a lot of times, like when we're doing healing and there's not new information being coded in or implanted in, it's like you create this, there's just like this void space. And so I feel like this is part of the reason why so many people have been doing healing work for so long but they still feel like they're looping. And this is where like working with quantum energy and working in the quantum space comes into play because you help. And like, I just receive a lot of information, like basically from the divine, right? And that's the energy that channels through me. Or if you look at some of the other women who lead beside me in feminine magic and money, they do it in their different ways, whether it's like working on the astral plane or tapping into, you know, the energies of these other places like Lemuria, Atlantis, et cetera. And just the wisdom that we had from prior lifetimes to actually code people, because this happened a lot in the last round of Feminine Magic and Money that I led, where a lot of what was being asked for my sessions was to actually do like codings. And so it'd be like energetically coding these women with like new frequencies. So you don't just have void space anymore, which is just kind of like this open space, like what am I doing with it? You're actually like creating an activation. And I feel like that's where this kind of like unseen part of my work that helps my clients transform so quickly and receive so quickly is, is like in that activation that's also implanted. And that's very much of an energy game. Can you explain for those of who that aren't overly familiar with the concept, are you able to explain like playing in the quantum field? Yeah, it's funny because I talk all the time because it's so mysterious. So it's like, how do we make it logical? <laughs> yes. Okay. So I think that everyone understands likely like the quantum field are just, you know, and the way that I explain it, it's just, we've heard this before, right? Like it's that space where there is no space in time, right? Like that. And I think the most important thing we have to get our heads around is like that this like world that we're living in is much bigger than just the planet earth and what we can see in front of our eyes, right? Like science has proven that everything is energy that we know. And like, it's just, there's more to the world than just what we can see, right? Just like how we learned that we only use that very small percentage of our brains, right? So like, but you can turn on more, right? And so like, we're only using a very small percentage of the energy available to us but we can turn on more. So anyways, the whole idea around the quantum, and I highly recommend the book, The Quantum Warrior to go like for anyone who wants to like really understand on a deep level because he like really gets into this. Um, But the way that I explain it by John Kehoe, um, the way that I explain it is like, it is that space where there is no, there's no space and time, right? And just everything that you want already exists. So you know how it's like, we can always be choosing there's like all these parallel universes, right? Meaning like, just like in a total 3D example, like imagine on a relationship front. So we are presented in our lives with so many opportunities for romantic relationship. So let's say there's three, right? You choose road one with this man or woman. You start going down this path in your life. You get to choose to stay on that path, right? Or you could choose to be with this person and you're probably going to have a wildly different experience, right? Because it's a completely different person or three. So you could choose any of those lives, right? So to me, that's almost like a very easy way to potentially understand like the concept of parallel universes. You get to choose to live all these different ways. And so it's like everything that we desire already exists. And like the work is 
aligning with it and energy and action so that you're like at the frequency of what it is that you want. Just like as we heal, we start to call in like more aligned relationships, right? So that's just like a, I feel like that's an example of everyone can understand that like in your healing, you start to align more in energy with what you actually want, you know? Mm. And so to me, like playing in the quantum is like, okay, so everything that I want is already there. So then like, what's going to be required of me, not just what I do, right? Like that's a very 3D way to be like, okay, well, let me just like put my boots on and get to hard work. Right. And like, how well does that go for most people? It usually, they don't get there because what they're missing is like the energy game piece of the equation and learning. You just learn And also I was talking to Phoebe Marie, she's teaching in um, FMM last night. And we were just sort of saying for us, like the quantum field is like, it's basically like the void. And that's why it feels so difficult to understand. It actually is like the feminine. It's like where nothing is linear, right? And time isn't real anyway. And like anything can happen. But if you only have your eyes on like what you've learned in like the 3D world, And don't learn to like play with energy to move yourself faster and to be coded with new energy. Like this is stuff also that like requires support and people who like the reason I'm activating people for it is that I've already stepped into the energy. So then it's easier and there's always new, new, new levels available, but especially like from where I started and obviously I'm going to be ahead of my clients. Right. But so obviously someone who's there is able can is more easily going to able to step you in. So by like the energy that they help you play with and also how they help you lead your life, because part of it is an energy game. And part of it is like the choices we're making. This is exactly why, like this happens all the time where women will go make a big investment. And before we've even started the container, all this wild shit starts unfolding because it's such a, like, it's a tangible move to be like, I'm going to be like playing at a different level. So even when you're moving money at a different level than you usually would, you are like stepping into a different version of yourself because you have to shake things up and you have to like do things differently too and move differently, right? To get there, Mm. especially because you don't get there 100% overnight. So it's like also part of getting there is just like raising your standards but people are so afraid to like, right. Their human brain is saying like, well, it's safe to just keep doing what I'm doing. So they won't take the risks that are involved in raising your standards because 99.9% of the time that comes with spending more money, but like their money is such a like powerful example of quantum energy. Right. And if you look at my financial progression in my business and so much of what happens with my clients, like money is such a tangible way to see how it happens, or it's like, not like you were necessarily doing more, maybe like you did change some business, obviously business strategy is required at a certain level, but I'm talking about like, once you've gotten that down, you know, like, because people's success levels vary a lot who are doing the same thing, who have the same size audience, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like all these things that we look to, to be like, oh, if I just go do that, this will happen. They don't yield consistent results because it's not about just like what you're doing. It's like who you are and like who you become. 
and your felt energy, like when you're activated in this way, it feels different to the world. It's just like, if we're all, we're energy, right. And we're playing a new energy, then all the energy around us is going to start like reacting differently to us. So you start attracting differently. Are you able to give us a rundown? I mean, I know it, but on your journey, because I think that that's a good example of how money works. At what point, what part of it? (laughs) How did you start? I mean, I guess from, from somewhat the beginning, um, you know, in terms of like, how did you start to do this? How did you become, how did you embody all of this wisdom that you know about money? Okay. So wait, I mean, just my overall background, like I grew up in Piedmont, California. I'm from the Bay area. My father was like a, was a rags to riches story. So my parents had money, you know, that was definitely never an issue, but there was a lot of generational trauma in the money line. And also I was alive during the, and, um, like, I think that why I carried some of it is because, well, I think I'm the one in the family, you know, there's always someone in the family who's here to heal the whole family's lineage. And that was me. And also of the kids, I'm the first. So I was alive or in the womb when they didn't have the money yet, you know, and things were a lot more stressful, et cetera. So I think that's kind of interesting when we look at like generational healing. Right? Oh, also the thing about, I love with quantum energy and quantum healing, why it works so fast is because you are able to heal. Like it's like your trauma, your, your generational trauma and your past life trauma all like come together at the same time. So everything gets a, this is like the most enormous difference versus like what people have been doing is taking them so long to arrive. Everything gets handled at once. This I've seen this so many times. So like and I think that like, I've never seen that happen in any other way. Like usually we have to go down this huge path on the family trauma, a huge path on the path on lineage trauma, and like a huge path on the past life trauma. And it's just the way that the planet is now, just like everything else in the world evolves, healing does too. So that's also why it's so fast. But anyway, um, so then, you know, I like did the things you're supposed to do. I went to Ivy League school. I had a great job in finance, all of that. I was not like, I was always like curious in the universe, but I wouldn't say that I was spiritual, but like where all this started is like, I hit like a breaking point when I lived in San Francisco. That's when I worked in finance and like the universe was just giving me all these signs to leave. And I remember this is because I was not like a, a awake person then. I was just like, you know, I had a boyfriend and I worked out. I went to work. I partied a lot. And like, I was living like that, you know, in my earlier twenties. And then I remember I was laying on this, oh, I had gone to New York and I got bed bugs and I brought the bed bugs home. And like, I was, you know, obviously that's traumatizing. They used to like, there was only in my bedroom and I had roommates. I had to like move all this stuff out. And I lived there for like seven years. And so I was sleeping on the sofa because they were like steam treating my room or something. And then I was like on Facebook and there was this little mark uh, infographic thing. And it was like, are you, it was, you know, those series of questions they ask when you like go down the little 
graphic to get to an answer. And basically I remember there was a question that said, are you happy? And I said, no. And it like woke me up and I was like, I'm not happy. Like what the fuck? Like I didn't even realize like I didn't have the conscious level. And I think most people don't have the conscious level to actually understand that they're not happy sometimes. And I mean, you, you don't have to be on the floor miserable, but like, why do we have any level of suffering if we don't need to? And then I decided I was moving to LA and then six months later I did. And that started, like I got there and that just ignited my like entire dark night of the soul. Obviously I had money when I got there, but then like, I didn't want to work in fine. It was just like my whole, everything crumbled at the same time and all my shit came up at the same time. And I got involved in like a very up and down, super codependent, well, codependent, like relationship dynamic that led to my psychic awakening. My psychic awakening was really dramatic. It was basically like, I just hit the floor, you know? And like for the first time experienced being up against the wall with money and like getting myself in financially really difficult situations because I had never even had to, to like budget before. I was always first, it was like, life was easy. Then I made so much money. It wasn't a problem. Like I invested, I saved, I spent, I just did whatever I wanted, you know? So I had never even had to like think about this before. And I was in the throes of basically what I would call, like, I didn't have drug addiction, but I had like a serious emotional addiction. It was like, I basically had the symptoms of a drug addict, but like through emotional addiction, it was wild. It's a real thing. It is a real thing now that I know that, but I feel like mostly what you learn about when you're younger is drug addiction and like alcohol addiction. And I didn't have that. It's just so wild because like, while I was in that, you don't even, I don't know. It's just your world is so different and so chaotic. And so I basically like financially destroyed myself during that time. And like my nerve, I mean, my anxiety was at like a 10 every single day. I could barely sleep. Like it ultimately landed in me getting fibroids and had surgery and like all this stuff happened. And finally, like that's when I started to wake up and I remember, I think Louise Hay was the first like spiritual teacher that really like got to me because she, she, do you know who she is? Yeah. She's passed away now, but she healed herself through uh, naturally from cancer and this whole thing. And anyway, and when I got the fibroids, I had looked up because I was not someone who was sick very often. And I had to actually have surgery. And like, I had a period that never went away. I was bleeding for two months where they tried to, we're spending all this time trying to get me to stop bleeding. So I have surgery. It was just so dramatic. And I was like, this is not like, I'm not someone who like, I was like, what is this? These things aren't like, I just knew something was wrong. That finally got me to realize something was really wrong. But I mean, I used to pray when I was in that like emotionally chaotic state. Cause I felt like I had an addiction, but I didn't know what it was. And I didn't even know how to get help if I wanted it. I think there are parts where I wouldn't have accepted it, but I went to therapy for a little while and I was like, you have to be fucking kidding. Like I knew that wasn't going to work. Cause again, it's like, if you can't start at that point, again, your nervous system is so shot that like nothing anyone says is really going to do the trick. Right. Like you have to start addressing like the emotions, et cetera. And like talk therapy was sure shit not doing that for me. And I was aware enough to know that wasn't working. So I was like, okay, no. And then honestly, it's funny because like listening to Louise, hey, on repeat, help me more than therapy did. And <laughs> like, which is, I was literally like all day, all night, all I could do is sit on the sofa. I couldn't even walk. And I would just like listen to Louise, hey, 
Um, and so she said that fibroids were the result of romantic shame. And I was like, holy fuck. Cause I looked at how I'd been living and allowing and that crazy dynamic and just all the other things that had been going on with men during that time, mostly with him though. And just, yeah, I think I was carrying a lot of like lineage shame in that way. I was carrying a lot. And that woke me up. She woke me up a little bit to manifesting. I manifest and I knew I wanted to move to New York. And I made the decision, like I'm moving to New York and I did not have the money. And I was like, I don't fuck, like this is happening, like period, the end. So of course I manifested the money because I was like, period, the end and really had my energy around it. And then I moved to New York and like, I was definitely a lot better, but not, not, I mean, well, nothing compared to like what I am now. Then I started doing Lacey Phillips work to be magnetic. And that really opened my eyes deeper to manifestation. What it really opened my eyes, even though this isn't what it's for is to, or it's sort of what it's for, but not really was to trauma. And I was like, holy fuck. So one, I was like, okay, I can create my life. I'm in charge. Okay. That's all I need to hear to like get the show on the road. Cause it was like, oh, nothing's happening to me. I created all of this. That was actually empowering for me. Cause I was like, well, if I created it, then like we can create something different. And like, if I'm the one in the driver's seat, fucking fab, like that to me made life feel easier to know that. And then finding out about my trauma was like, obviously that knocks the top right off. Um, and so then I was just on this path to like, I like feeling good and that adult caring trauma doesn't feel good. Um, and living out trauma-based experiences is not a fucking vibe, you know? And I was like over it. So, I mean, we're all still doing it to some degrees, but you know what I mean when it's like heavy. Um, and then I was on her podcast, but what was happening before that I had realized, like I had just kind of worn out in my perfect, I was in, in the interior design world at that time in New York. I did manifest that job too. And an apartment that I love. But then I just, I hated, I always hated going to work, honestly. I hated getting up in the morning. I hated having to be there at a certain time. Like my body just always felt stressed by like being forced to go somewhere every day. Like it almost didn't even matter whether I was treated well or not. I felt physical stress by like having to do it. I was just never meant to be an employee, basically or to work in the corporate world. I was always meant to be an entrepreneur. And before I took that job, I knew that. And I literally told the universe, I was like, this is the last job I will ever have. And it was. And then I got into business consulting because I was like, oh, I have so much marketing and sales experience. You know, I worked in finance for seven years. I worked for startups. I was just doing, doing marketing and sales in the last job. Like I just had so much business experience under my belt. And I had gotten, I'd manifested this opportunity to do like a single day like consulting thing. And I remember like I got paid my full month's rent for that day. And I was like, are you fucking kidding? I could be making so much more money. And like, this is more fun and this is easier. So I had my mind on that. And then I was like, you know what? But like, I still really like helping people. And I remember these words, like intuitive transformation kept channeling to me during that time, which is what like my business was in the beginning. And then I was invited on to talk about this example of quantum working in the quantum emotion. So I manifested being on Lacey Phillips podcast, which obviously, you know, they have a huge platform and just to talk about my manifestation journey. And then obviously like 
my voice has built my business, you know, like, and I had a powerful story. And so of course, a lot of people reached out to me and then I was like, okay, cool. Well, if all of these women are so deeply inspired and I haven't done anything yet, imagine what happens. Like if I actually like help them and stuff where I just knew that that was the universe telling me that like, that was my time, you know? And this is what I mean about believing in things you can't see. Like when I started this healing journey, all I knew is that, and like, not just healing, but definitely like creating your life and like manifestation. All I knew is that I was in the driver's seat. And so, and I knew that like, I was going to be an entrepreneur and I knew that that was my last job. And like, I knew I was going to move to New York. Like this is the kind of stuff to me that is playing in that space. Cause it's like, you just make the decision. You firmly set the intention and then you do right? Everything and energy and action to align there. So I just kept following the things. And like when the doors open, I was always someone who walked through the fucking door instead of dilly dallying, you know? And so it just like when the time came to scaling my business, I literally invested money I didn't have because I was like, well, what's my other fucking option? You know, I know I'm supposed to do this. I mean, I was on a payment plan, but I'm saying the total amount of that coaching container was more than I had in my bank account. And I, and I did it. But this is like, this is how you start up-leveling your energy really quickly. So anyway, then I started my business and then with just generally helping women create a better life, like, you know, because I still had made like a ton of progress, just not nearly like what I've done now. Um, And it really started there. And then it's natural to me and business is always natural to me because of my background and helping other people. And obviously I was psychic the whole time that never was, I am more now, but like I was the whole time and it just kept evolving and I kept investing in myself and taking scary risks and going. And also, you know, 2020 in a way was fantastic for my business because I couldn't even go anywhere. So what the fuck else was I going to (laughs) do? built a business, you know? So I actually made great use of the time and it just kept evolving. First, it was like general helping women live a better life. Then I was like, oh, I'm really good at business. I'm attracting all these women who love business. I'm really, wow, I'm making money really fast. How does this make sense? Because even like my money timeline was like my first 10K month was 60 days in. My first 30K month was six months in. My first... 50K month was in year one. Then I jumped from 50 to 100 without any of the numbers in between in my second year. And it's like, this does, this is clear. Like, this isn't just about doing things. You know what I mean? Like, and that became very obvious to me that I had a gift for money, which you are also told me was in my chart, but it was before I knew that. <laughs> um, and I just, and I, the way I played with money has always been yes in what you do, but also just like in very mystical and energetic ways also. And I'm very able to see the patterns of how people move through the world and how that's going to align them with what they want. And that I'm just, it just comes naturally to me. And I always describe it as like learning how to be like the observer of your life, And it's like, you want to go to Rome and Rome's over here. If you have the bird's eye view, you need to be able to see if you're going, if you're making decisions that send you on in circles, or if you're making decisions that like get you to Rome. And I'm just very good at like seeing that, which is also why I help people move forward faster. And because sometimes we don't know, 
you know, we get really anyway, stuck. We get really stuck in our own really stuff stuck. and we can't we get stuck see for years. Yeah. Right. For years and years. And it's like, it's not until, you know, with my own journey and I think Lauren is the same. It wasn't until I started to get help from other people and could have their perspective and their bird's eye view, like you say, on things that I was really able to start moving things. Cause yes, I, like you say, and I was like too. healing. Yeah. yeah. I was like healing things. I was doing the, doing the kind of trauma work and all that sort of stuff, but I wasn't necessarily making the right decisions and like well, we need direction yeah we have blind That's spots why, yeah I mean I'm always receiving so much support and people see you in ways that you don't see yourself no matter you could do fucking breath work every day from today to the rest of your life you still need help yeah you know but I think a lot of people want to play it safe and they're like, okay, I'm just going to like do these certain modalities on my own and like somehow figure it out. I'm like, girl, good luck. That is not how you create a big life. Yeah. Women who have big fucking lives have big teams too. Yeah. Someone else, I was on another podcast and she, I think it was on a podcast, someone else I was talking to gave the perfect example of how, oh, it was one of the women who'd been in the cohort and she was talking about how all these top athletes have a team behind them. And using that as like a perfect example, because it's so true. Like there are no people on the planet who are at the top of their game who do not have like an entire team of people behind them supporting them and helping them get there. Yeah. This is the same for every area. This is the same for life. You don't need to want to be a celebrity or a top athlete or whatever, but I'm just saying like, like I'm always committed to being like at the top of my game and that requires a team. And if people want to skip that stuff, like your life isn't going to change. Or it will, but just really slowly. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, everyone needs to be out of time by now. Do you know what I mean? Like how much longer do you actually have? I know life is really short. Like why do you like, and don't you want to spend most of it having fun and enjoying it? And having money and like living your life and traveling and being in love and feeling good in your body. And like, of course, you're going to have human moments. And part of being on the earth is sometimes there's pain. People die, like things happen. But I just know that like me knowing that like if me showing up for myself creates my dream life has kept me motivated every step of the way. And there's just also, you know, this is also taking a level of accountability for your life and getting out of any victim stories. Because if we try to play games around, you know, the, the, the hands that we were handed from the beginning, a lot of the most successful people in the world have the worst stories you've ever heard in your life in terms of arrival. They just were like, fuck that. You know, sometimes what ends up happening to their benefit is, is it was so bad that they are so dedicated to moving forward. I don't think struggle stories are required. I'm just using that as an example of the hand you're given has nothing to do with where you land at all. And there's a lot of people who are given everything from day one and can't get their shit together. How many trust fund babies does everybody know who are like a disaster? Mm. It's not about like what get what gets handed to you on the platter. It's about like you taking full responsibility for your life and yourself. Absolutely. And I, I like how you as well I mean Lauren and I are the same in terms of we have created like what we do around what we love 
and what literally that's it and we don't we don't like get you know we don't do anything that's going to make ourselves like feel gross like having to go to an office like I don't ever take a client before like 10 o'clock in the morning babe I don't don't do this before one in the afternoon (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I'm very leisurely though everybody's different yeah 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 (laughs) I know, but sometimes people are like, oh, you don't? And I mean, that's like once a week that I take them at 10 o'clock. Like that's my one yeah. day that I do them early. Um, yeah. The rest of the time I'm like, nah, like I just need my time in the morning, like to get to get in my flow, to enjoy myself, to like be turned on. Because I guess that's something that, you know, you're big on as well is that it's working with this like feminine energy in business. And what that actually means versus like the masculine style of like, obviously you need both. You need the masculine structure in order for your feminine to kind of thrive in that, but being actually leaning into that feminine energy so that you're bringing things towards you, you're magnetizing things towards you rather than chasing after them. Uh, That's the vibe. Yeah. And we weren't taught it. Body wisdom, right? Like we talk about playing the quantum. To me, the quantum is a feminine space because of that like non-linear void feeling. Bazi, we were told not to trust our bodies, right? Witches were burned. I always say witches weren't burned. They wouldn't have been burned if they weren't powerful. The whole world has spent so much time trying to put women in check, right? So like if there needs to be that much time spent on controlling women, women must have a lot of fucking power. And this is feminine wisdom within men too. But for the purposes of the conversation, I'm talking about women. I just want everyone to understand. I don't mean like men versus women. I'm just talking about like the feminine energy within all of us. And obviously women more like represent that on the whole. So yeah, we're very out of touch with what it means. We're out of touch with our sensuality, out of touch with our pleasure, out of touch with magic, right? And like the earth. And like, I definitely call myself a witch and like that whole side of things. And, you know, I always say in a way it's like the, the women who are healing now and playing in this quantum space, et cetera. And like just stepping outside of the box for what it looks like to help people um, from like the traditional ways that were around when we grew up. It's just like, we're modern medicine day women, wait, modern day medicine women. and. It's funny to me that that to most people sounds so like mystical and crazy, but that like is our feminine energy is like being in touch with that part of ourselves and that part of the earth and like that part of the universe. Like feminine wisdom is intuitive wisdom. It's not linear. It's not logical. And then even women will be like, is it real? Can I have it? Can I do it? I'm like, you are it. Like if you can't feel something as truth that is so core to who you are, that shows you how programmed out of it you are. Mm. And yeah, you're going to feel like your life is a fucking lie or you're going to feel suffering. You're going to feel pain because you're so disconnected from yourself that you actually challenge feminine energy when it's literally like what is what we are. Yeah. It's like innately within us. And I think this is how programmed we are too. Yeah, that's how programmed we are. It's wild. You're so programmed that you would actually like make arguments against your own truth without knowing you're doing it. Not you, but generally speaking, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? It's very real. Mm. 
And so how That's would you- why so much of this work is literally like deprogramming from the matrix. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it really is. Up so much music, movies, life, history books, like television. It's just, it's everywhere. And it's been going on for so long. And in all these like subtle ways, everything isn't like a fucking witch hunt. A lot of it's really subtle. How would you say that like the feminine energy plays out in business? Like what are the benefits of like? Oh my God. Like your first, not your business and your business is still successful and your clients still are doing great. Like the first thing people tend to do because most of the corporate world just basically asks you to completely abandon yourself or right to shape shift. Like you need to do this at this time every day. You need to be here for this many hours, like control, 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 control. And So people will take that into their business because that's the training and conditioning they have around work and then be like, why am I stressed out? And I'm like, well, of course, because you were stressed out when you were doing this last time also. (laughs) It's like, and all these shoulds, right? And then you get into a whole new set of programming. Let's say it's coaching, like what it means to be a coach, what a successful coach has to do all of these like marketing tactics and like, is marketing real? Fuck yes. But it's like, we don't need to be doing, need to be doing things that don't align with us. Not from a place of like, I don't want to try things because I'm scared, but like a full blown, not like I will never cold DM someone who I've never spoken to. Who's never interacted with me at all. Like how many do you are guys? Do you guys, I get like 10 Facebook messages a day from people who've never spoken to me. I'm like, get the fuck out of my inbox. I do not have time for this. Yeah, me too. You're wasting so much time. There's so many people out there teaching that. That is wild to me. And I never, like, I remember I was in a coaching container that was pretty strategy focused. And, you know, I did double my income. And like, there were certain parts of it, like strategies required. Every time my business up levels, there are changes that I make, et cetera. I'm just, I'm into like, light and consistent strategy and in alignment and it evolving as the business evolves to meet you where you're at. But like, I have a cap of like how much I'm willing to do. You know what I mean? Before it's like too crazy, too complicated. It gives me a headache. I'm over it. And yeah, there was things in there. Where I was like, I'm never doing that. But like, to me, it it just felt like a no, but people have been so trained to outsource their power. They can't even feel their own no. So they'll just do it because someone who makes a lot of money said to do it without realizing that every business strategy in the book works because there's someone making money, someone making a lot of money doing it. But if it's not in alignment for you and it's not true to you, it is not going to work. Mm. So it's not about what works and what doesn't like, do I, am I really good at seeing what's going to work the fastest for certain people? Yes. But I don't even tell all my clients to do the same things because they're all different and their gifts are different. Even when you think about like the, as a very simple example, the marketing world, like I have clients who are going to kill it, like having a podcast run on clubhouse because of how their power expresses, but maybe like Instagram isn't going to be so much of their vibe, you know, just as a very like basic example, everybody is so different. Mm. And their businesses are different. So, so to me, okay, feminine energy and business. So yes, it's like you come first. To me, you coming first is also an integrity to your clients. If I packed my calendar full in the morning, 
I would be anxious and distracted while I was with clients and wouldn't want to talk to them, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> like, why am I going to have women paying me thousands of dollars for me to show up anxious, distracted, and like not into it because I just haven't filled up my cup yet? You know, so to me, it's like actually out of integrity because when you don't put yourself first, you don't show up in full period. The end. I don't have people on my calendar every day. I know I need a lot of time. I have a dog. And also like I receive so much universal information. Like there's always so much coming to me. It also needs space to like integrate so I can teach and share and like really show up, you know, And to me, like putting yourself first is enormous. I don't mean being like um, flaky and like not doing what you said you were going to do and things like that, but creating a masculine structure that just supports you in the first place, Mm. you know? So for me, once I just in how, how my day flows, once I realize what that is, and I know people who don't, but to me, they don't have like, they take six clients every day and all of this stuff. I mean, I would be dead. I would have no energy. And there's a lot of, and I tell people always like, don't just see people's numbers on the internet. You have to pay attention how they're running their business. Like, okay, cool. Someone could be making $300,000 a month. If they have 20 one-on-one clients and are running all these group, group programs while they're doing that, is that what you actually want? Yeah, You know, exactly. and you can get there without doing it that way. But I'm always saying like, don't just chase people's money. You need to actually look at like, are they in the embodiment of how you desire to live? Because I know a lot of people who are making a lot of money and the way they run their business isn't sustainable for me. Doesn't mean we can make just as much money, but we have to do it our way. Yeah. And some of the feedback that used to shock me when I would get coached, they'd be like, oh, Jocelyn, you actually practice what you preach. I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like, oh, you really do have a feminine business. I'm like, well, yeah, that's what I said I have. They're like, oh, well, you'd really be surprised how many people are actually like, you know, I remember I had one coach and she told me the women in her mastermind were coming and they're all like very successful, six figure months also, et cetera, et cetera. And they're coming on calls, calls crying because they were so burnt out. And I was like, fuck that shit. I'm never like, that would never, do you know what I mean? Like not happening, not once, not ever not like critiquing them. I'm just saying like, I've intentionally from day one been like, I've had enough burnout. I put myself through enough trauma and right. This is to trauma showing up in the business. Overworking is a trauma response. Yeah, it is because there's a reason why you're doing it. There's a reason why yeah. you're trying to prove and push and all of that sort of stuff. So, it, uh, Or just trying to distract yourself from just being with yourself too. Yeah. Yeah. And of course the proving, and I won't get to this level until I have it and yada, yada, yada. So it's that. And then again, understanding there's nothing about your business that has to be linear. Like you don't have to make money in some linear way. You don't have to, like, you heard my journey. I did not just like go one step, two step, you know, there, the further along I get the even fewer steps there are. Mm. And I see it for my clients too. And it's just knowing that like magic gets to be part of the equation, but like you have to turn on from the inside and realize that like it is an inside game of the energy, the activation, the healing, et cetera. I love spells. I love magic. Like I love trauma work. I love all of it. I love the sexual, like sensuality work. There's so many ways and so many angles, which is also, I love fun and magic and many because we beat, like, I love sound. I love, like, 
we cover so many of the angles because even in the feminine energy space, it's very vast. It is. Yeah. There's a a huge number of ways that you can start tapping into it. Yeah. So that's also, I love having other women inside the container because they're also one, they're six, they do actually run, you know, feminine businesses, they're successful and their work works. Um, and I know that from experiencing it and they created quantum leaps in their life. So it's like, not only are they taking my women like through these journeys, to arrive, but also their embodiments of it. And so you get to be in the live energy of all of these other women who are not just talking about it, saying it's available, but who actually like did it. Mm. And I never used to think that whenever people used to um, talk about the whole being in the energy thing, it took me a little while to realize what that actually meant. But from a human design perspective, if you're living in the higher frequency of your chart, meaning that you have done the work to kind of clear things out and you've stepped into living your purpose and living authentically, then you are naturally in ways in which you don't even have to do anything, activating other people into their higher versions of themselves. So being in people's energy is from my perspective, a real thing. I've witnessed it from for myself, but I can also see how that works and see how that works like individually as well um, in the charts of other people. Mm-hmm. But for in order for that to be happening, you have to be living in the higher frequencies because I would say most people in the world are probably living in the lower frequencies of their chart. Without doubt. Mm. But they don't want to commit and invest in show up. This, if you want the results without going all in, good luck. It's not that it has to take a long time or it has to be so hard, but you have to have the dedication. This is not a journey for the faint of heart. No, it's but not. you also get so much happier. It's like it's all it's worth it, and it gets easier and easier. I don't know why though. I'm like I don't understand why anyone wouldn't just be going for it. My life is so ex, and my life is so exponentially improved. And I'm always like, we're just getting started. This is nothing. Look at what I did in two years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you I know, think that like- part of it is um, part of it is people's ego because, I mean, I do trauma work. What I often find is that there is a resistance for people, especially if they're doing it for the first time. And I think that the ego almost wants to hold on to that trauma to keep you safe, to keep you in the same place. It's like, there is this like resistance. Like you hear a lot of people, they want to do it. Like they want to do it, but there's something that's like really like holding them back. And I think part of it is this ego thing where they don't want to let go of all these layers. I agree with you. And I'm like, well, are you going to be a fucking queen? Are you going to be a princess? Because This is the whole bird's eye view thing. Like my ego kicks up and I will still get help and be like, is this my ego? You know, and I will still ask myself, is this my ego? Not go into some like victim story, you know, we aren't helpless even when that's happening. Because as soon as I start overreact, like I, we feel an emotional react over emotional reaction to something. You're like, hmm. This reaction is not really matching what just happened. What is this within me? Like we we never just get totally wiped out where you cannot process, you can't logic anything. Hmm. You're just choosing not to. Yeah. 
and Lauren and I were literally just talking about this the other day. It's kind of like the first part of the journey, if you've not done any work, can be quite hectic. But then mind-wise, I was triggered as fuck. Like just in the beginning, but I also was like so deeply curious about it because it was like accessing these levels that I didn't know were there and things that I didn't know were were in. Like in a way, I've always been like I'm interested in it too. But this is where like everyone just needs to like stop taking shit so personally, just because you're having a huge emotional response or whatever doesn't mean it needs to be so personal. It's like, well, yeah, you have a human body and you have trauma. And if the trauma gets activated, you're going to have an emotional response. You don't need to make it mean so much. You can just go get help. Yeah, exactly. It's actually quite (laughs) simple. It's actually quite simple. And it's like, once you right. really get through that initial, like, whoa, this is, I'm not which saying is it why feels... I'm always like, get support. But it's right. like, I'm not through saying... that. And it's like, things are so good. Like, why? And I have big feelings so and big things come up too, or I'm triggered. I'm like, why am I, like, I won't even sometimes know why. I'm like, why is this feeling like a big deal? Because I'll know it's not really or whatever. But just like you said, it's just like, you just go get support. And then you sort it out really fast. But people have so much pride. Like they, I just think they take things way t- too personally. It's like you can't take being human personally. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like it doesn't work very well. So how how can people reach you? What have you got going on at the moment? What have I got going on? Well, I'm not sure when this is coming out, but Feminine Magic and Money, the mastermind is open now for enrollment. Enrollment's closing October 4th. Then I'm moving into Magnify, Manifest, Receive. Fucking love that program. It is an eight-week wealth energetics activation. So that'll be open right after, which is probably closer to when this will be out. Obviously, um, listen to my podcast, Queen Flow. I'm um, You can check out my website. And always on my website, I say what's open now. And follow me on Instagram or join my group. I'll give you my links. Okay. I'll put them all in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I love podcast interviews. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, before I forget, if you were a a spice, a herb, or a condiment, what would you be and why? Oh, okay. If I was spice, I'd be cinnamon because it's like, spicy but it's also like warm cinnamon is the closest to like a sensual taste to me in the spice category if I was an herb I would definitely I'd be lavender beautiful relaxing I don't know I just always like the vibration on lavender I put it in the tub like every night we normally just get one off people but I like (laughs) I like that you're going through all of the categories (laughs) oh I'd probably be relish relish yeah you can't go past yeah relish <laughs> I love a dollop of relish you know it really <laughs> it makes a big difference to me tuna hot dogs I don't eat hot dogs really like if I were gonna eat a hot dog I don't know I just like it well thank you so much thank you both so much Oh, I loved that. Told you it was good. This is your reminder that Magnify Manifest Receive is open for enrollment on pre-sale now. That is my eight-week wealth energetics activation to step you into yummy client attraction, 
crushing those glass income ceilings, money coming to you always in all the ways and just ease, 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 ease and flow when it comes to money. It's just literally one of the juiciest, most important relationships that you can invest your time, energy, and soul into. It's absolutely life-changing. And this is the most accessible way to work with me live as well. So we go deep. I love going deep. You can sign up on my website, jocelynkellery.com. The link is also in episode notes. And of course, if you have any questions, shoot me a DM and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love it if you'd leave a five-star rating and written review for the show. And if you can please share this podcast so that I can help more women, that would mean the world to me. Make sure you tag me on Instagram so I can say thank you and let's rise and change the world for all women together. If you want to work with me, head to my site, jocelynkellyreed.com or send me a DM and I'll be in touch. I'll see you on the next episode.